The glory of God is heavy with everything good. for Hot Chocolate Part 4, So Humbled by His Glory Part 1. Thank you for joining Brothers of the Word, because brother, you need the Word. We welcome all of you joining us by television, and those of you joining us online at brothersoftheword.com or social media, we welcome you to today's service. Always a wonderful delight and joy to have you to tune in and join us. I would like to share just a little humor. An elderly woman, she was on the phone with her friend. She says, I feel like my body has gotten totally out of shape. So I got my doctor's permission to join a fitness club and start exercising. I decided to take an aerobics class for seniors. I bent, I twisted, I gyrated, I jumped up and down, I spun around and perspired for an hour. But by the time I got my leotards on, the class was over. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we're in the middle of a series we've been sharing in this hot chocolate series. And for those of you who haven't been here for any of the parts of that series, I give you the background story of it. My daughter, Alicia, she received a gift a few weeks ago. And I went in to watch her open the gift. And when I gazed upon it, it was a beautiful hot chocolate set. Had three canisters of hot chocolate and four mugs. And each of the mugs had a caption or saying on each mug, and they were just so riveting, it just kind of struck me and got my attention, and I was just really amazed by the message on each mug in that hot chocolate set. And so a few days later, I was coming out of prayer, and the Holy Spirit kind of prompted me. He said, I want you to teach that hot chocolate series, teach on the hot chocolate series. And so we've been doing this hot chocolate series. The first mug was called So grateful for his love so grateful for his love we did two parts on that the second mug had the caption on it so thankful for his gifts so thankful for his gifts we did that one thursday night and today we'll get on the third mug the third mug av if you have the picture of the third mug we'll share on that one today the third mug is so humbled by his glory so humbled by his glory. So humbled by his glory. So this is the third mug. This is actually part four in the hot chocolate series. So humbled by his glory. So humbled by his glory. Glory, I looked up the word glory. I wanted to kind of check it out in the Hebrew and in the Greek, the biblical definition for God's glory and exactly what it is. God's glory is it's kind of a mysterious subject. Nobody really knows exactly what this glory is and all we know is, is that it's glorious, you know. <laughs> and so I mean, man, what is this glory? What is this glory? What is this glory? I say it all the time, glory, 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 glory. I say it all the time but I didn't quite know what it was. <laughs> I just knew it was glory. Glorious. I knew it referred to God. I knew it was the essence of God. And that's exactly what it is. It's the essence of God. It's the essence of God. That's his glory. That's his glory. That's his glory. Let me give you the definition that I found. This is the biblical definition of God's glory, exactly what it is. It means, speaks of majesty, beauty, 
excellence, greatness, honor, authority, splendor. It's his splendor, his magnificent brilliance. This glory actually lights all of heaven. There is no sun in heaven. There is no S-U-N in heaven. Heaven is lit by the glory of God. It lights the whole city of heaven. I guess you could say there's no S-U-N in heaven, but there is an S-O-N in heaven. And it's the glory of the sun. It's the glory of God that lights the entire city. And so it's the brightness. It's the magnificent brilliance. It's righteousness. It's holiness. Glory is the expression of holiness as beauty is the expression of health. You know, when a person is healthy and they are vibrant, they have a glow about them. You know, they have a vibrancy. When a person is healthy, beauty is the expression. They glow with a vibrancy and they look beautiful. It's an expression of health is beauty. Well, just as beauty is an expression of health, Glory is the expression of holiness. And because God is holy through and through, his splendor, his brilliance shines forth. It's the glory, it's the illumination of his holiness. He is so holy through and through. There's no darkness in him at all. There's no spot or blemish. There's no evil. There's no lie in him. It's it's the reason he can't lie because he's only holy, holy, holy all the way through. And it is such a magnificent holiness that it shines and radiates a glory. And it's his holiness. It's his holiness. And that's why in the old covenant, that's why no one And they all knew it, but no one could see the face of God and live because that holiness would consume you because man was full of sin. That's why we needed a mediator, the man Christ Jesus to go between us and God. And so we needed Jesus so that we can be made righteous and now we can stand in the glory of God. But it's his holiness, it's the illumination, it's the holiness. He's so holy, holy, holy. There's no white lie in him. There's no cheating in him. There's no scandal in him. He's holy through and through. God can't tell a white lie. If God says something, it'll come to pass because it's his holiness, it's his righteousness, it's who he is, it's his nature, it's his character. There's no spot of blemish, there's no darkness in him at all. It's the brilliance, that purity and that holiness. That's what gives the glory. 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 Let me finish the definition. This glory is the manifested perfection of his character. The manifested perfection of his character. Glory is the visible splendor of God himself. It's his manifest presence. It's the manifestation of God himself. Also in the Hebrew, you'll keep finding this word, weighty. Glory means weightiness. It's heavy. It's heavy. One commentary says that the glory of God is heavy with everything good. He's heavy with everything good. Heavy with mercy. Heavy with love. Heavy with righteousness, heavy with healing, heavy 
with deliverance. That glory is heavy with everything good. This is the glory of God. It's heavy with joy. This glory is heavy with peace. This glory is heavy with miracles. This glory is heavy with blessing. It's the glory of God. It's the glory of God. We're so humbled by his glory. We're so humbled by his glory. I'm so grateful for the hot chocolate series because each cup, although it's nothing new, but it reminds us of an important significance of a truth that we don't want to forget, we don't want to let pass from our lives. And I love the fact that the hot chocolate was declaring the glory of God. God even used hot chocolate to declare his glory. It was a gift, but the gift is declaring a gift. The gift is declaring a gift. God used hot chocolate to declare his glory. God used hot chocolate to declare his glory. God used hot chocolate to declare his glory. I want you to know all creation declares his glory. 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 All creation declares his glory there was a dog barking yesterday my wife was upset because she was trying to go back to sleep she had been up early opening gifts and she was trying to go back to sleep and this dog kept barking and I said Jason I said maybe he's barking to the glory of God and so this Christmas I said maybe the dog is saying glory glory woof woof glory 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 I said, maybe he's barking to the glory of God. It is Christmas. I said, maybe the dog can't help himself. But maybe the dog is saying, glory, 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 glory. Even the dog is barking to the glory of God. The dog is barking to the glory of all of creation. Let me show you some scriptures. I'll start digging into this. Oh, man. Whoo, glory. Oh, man. Glory, 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 glory. Now, there have been instances where the glory cloud of God will roll in. So don't be surprised if you start seeing haze rolling in here. Because when you start talking about the glory, the glory will show up. The glory will show up. There was one church, they were having prayer meeting, and the glory of God appeared up in the attic of the church. When you studied the glory of God, especially in the Old Testament, even in the New Covenant, it appears as fire. Glory of God is like fire. It's on Mount Sinai like a fire. And so this church was having a prayer meeting and people on the outside actually called the fire department because they thought the thing was on fire, but it was the glory of God that was visible. It was God's presence. And when the fire people got there, they couldn't find fire, but they saw the light. They didn't know what it was. They weren't equipped to handle that. It was the glory of God. It was the glory of God there. So don't be surprised if the glory rolls in here today. Don't be surprised if you get healed uh, while you're sitting in here today. Don't be surprised if you get delivered while you're sitting in here. God's tangible, manifested presence, the glory of God. It is real. It is real. He's holy and it's his spirit. Is his majesty is his glory. Man, it's a little like it's getting hazy in here right now. <laughs> glory, glory, glory. It's the glory of God. It's the glory of God. It's the glory of God. Back in the old covenant, man, the glory of God would fill the temple and it would be so full the priests couldn't even go in. 
Wouldn't it be a day if we just had to stand outside on the steps because we couldn't get in because the glory was filling the temple. The glory was filling the temple. The glory was filling the temple. It's the tangible presence of God. It's his manifested brilliance. It's his majesty. It's his splendor. It's his righteousness. It's his holy. And he's heavy with everything good. He's heavy with everything good. Heavy with everything good. So this glory was in the old covenant. It was a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night. That was the glory of God. When Israel traveled through the wilderness, the fear of God fell on all the other nations because they saw the glory that was on God's people. And it put a fear in everybody else. It was his glory, his manifested glory. But I want to show you this scripture to show you that all creation, all creation declares his glory. All creation declares his glory. This is over in First Chronicles chapter 16. First Chronicles chapter 16, verse 23 First Chronicle chapter 16, beginning at verse 23, it says, Sing unto the Lord, all the earth show forth from day to day his salvation. That means celebrate it every day. Celebrate God's salvation every day because we receive the benefits of it every day. It's always something to talk about God's salvation every day. You can never exhaust the subject because there's always something to talk about. Wouldn't there be something every day you just talk about God's salvation? Just talk about how Jesus saved you. Man, just talk about how Jesus healed you and delivered you. Every day he saved you from going to hell. He put his spirit in you. He made you righteous. Man, you're a son and daughter of God. It's something to talk about every day. It's something to talk about every day. Wouldn't that be a wonderful conversation? Instead of talking about all the junk, instead of talking about all the mess, instead of talking about COVID-19, talk about the blood of Jesus and how it has cleansed you, and how it has healed you, and how it's more powerful than any other thing on earth. Talk about the glory of God. Talk about the glory of God. If you want to call me and talk about something, don't call me to talk about gossip. I don't want to hear it. Don't have time for it. I'd rather talk about his salvation. I'd rather talk about his salvation. I'd rather talk about his salvation. Talk about something good, man. Talk about something good. We ought to be talking about I love this. Man, this is way back in First Chronicles. This is before they had an iPhone or Android. But it said talk about his salvation every day. Talk about his salvation every day. Praise God. Talk about his salvation every day. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Verse 24, notice this, declare his glory. Man, I didn't know that was coming up. Declare his glory among the heathen, his marvelous works among all nations. Verse 25, for great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. He also is to be feared above all gods. For all the gods of the people are idols, but the Lord made the heavens. I want you to see this. Verse 27, glory, I want you to see what are in his presence. Glory and honor are in his presence. Glory and honor are in his presence. One translation says splendor and majesty are all around him. Glory and honor, splendor and majesty are in his presence all around him. Glory is his magnificent brilliance. It's his holiness. It's his righteousness. He's heavy with everything Good, it's all around him. Strength and gladness are in his place. Verse 28, give unto the Lord, ye kindreds of the people. Give unto the Lord glory and strength. Give unto the Lord glory due unto his name. Bring an offering. This is why we take an offering. This is why we take an offering. You're not just taking an offering so we can pay the light bill. 
Now, the light bill does need to be paid, but that's not where we're taking the offering. No, we're taking the offering, man, because of his glory. We're bringing glory to him. We're saying, God, you're so glorious. I want to give you something. I got to bring something. I got to show something. I got to honor this glory. I got to honor your presence. I got to honor who you are. I got to honor your magnificence. I got to honor your holiness. I got to honor your righteousness. I got to honor who you are. I got to bring something to you, Lord. I got to bring something. Take this offering from me because you're holy, you're righteous. You're glorious. You're full of majesty and honor and splendor. I just want to offer something to you. And so that's why we bring an offering. That's why we bring an offering. That's why we bring an offering. Praise God. That's why we bring an offering. And then in verse 29, give unto the Lord glory and honor due to his name. Bring an offering and come before him. Worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Fear before him. Now here's where you're going to see fear before him all the earth. Verse 30. The world also shall be stable that it be not moved. Verse 31, let the heavens be glad and let the earth rejoice and let men say among the nations, the Lord reigneth. And then I want you to see how all of creation begins to respond in worship. Verse 32, let the sea roar and the fullness thereof. Let the fields rejoice and all that is therein. Then shall the trees of the wood sing out at the presence of the Lord because he cometh to judge the earth. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord for he is good for his mercy endureth forever. Let me show you another one. Let me show you another one. I want you to see all of creation adoring his glory, honoring his glory. This is Psalms 19, verses 1 through 4. Psalms 19, verse 1 through 4. The heavens declare the glory of God. The heavens declare the glory of God, and the firmament showeth his handiwork. Day unto day uttereth speech, and night unto night showeth knowledge. I want you to see the glory of God is all in creation. God built it this way so that it would declare of him. God made the world this way so it would speak of him. So no one would have an excuse of not knowing him. He clearly put himself in manifestation, in creation, so that you would have to wonder and say, who in the world made this? Somebody powerful had to make this. Somebody had to order and orchestrate this. Somebody brilliant had to put all this together. And so God put his fingerprints, he put his fingerprints all over creation so that all of creation would declare his glory. Verse 3, there is no speech nor language where their voice is not heard. No matter what language you are, you can look up at the sky. I don't care if you're Arabic or Chinese or I don't care what language you speak. You can see that, man, that's glorious there just looking up at the sky. That's glorious. And you notice every day it's a different picture painted in the sky. A different portrait is painted every day. You have to look at this thing. There is no end to it. You look as far as you can that way and it never ends. You look as far as that way. It never ends. It's like we're, it's like we're under this dome, this canopy. Man, it's the glory of God. Where are we? Who are we? Who made this? It declares his glory. It declares his glory. So all the heavens, no matter what language, they declare the glory of God. Verse 4, their line is gone out throughout all the earth and their words to the end of the earth. In them hath he set a tabernacle for the sun. Man, the vastness of creation speaks of God's glory. The vastness of it, it speaks of his glory. It leaves you speechless 
There are some wonders in this world that when you see them, they leave you speechless because it speaks of God. It speaks of God. It preaches God. God made it literally where all of creation would preach about him. They all preach about him. They all preach about him. He's the one that stretched the neck of a giraffe. You look at a giraffe, you got to wonder and behold the glory of God. He's the one that put the laugh in a hyena. You hear a hyena laugh, you got to say, who did this? Who did this? He's the one that put the colors in the spray of a peacock. God did it because he wanted all of glory to declare him. Everything points to give glory to God. Listen, I was reading something just about the vastness of the universe and all the galaxies in space. God made it so big that man would not be able to calculate it. I don't care how brilliant man is, and we have some brilliant scientists. We've had Einstein, and we've had all these other scientists, and Galileo, and we've had all of these Nikola Tesla. We've had all of these brilliant minds and science. We have all the technology. We have all of the telescopes and all the microscopes and all of these other different scopes. We have satellites in space. We have all of this. Yet man cannot number the stars. Man has no idea how many stars. I've read scientific research, and they are giving their best guesstimates. I just read this recently. They said the best we can figure is it might be 10 trillion galaxies. They said it might be 10 trillion galaxies, and they said each galaxy probably has 100 billion stars. And they said when you add all that up and multiply, it's one with 24 zeros behind it. That's how many stars there are. And they were guessing, and they said we're probably grossly underestimating it because there are so many galaxies and stars we cannot see. We don't have the capability. And they said a lot of them are lined up right behind each other where you can't see them. They said it's vast. They said just when we discover one new one, we find out there are 1,500 trillion behind that one. They said it's vast. It never ends. It's immense. And it is God saying that I put my glory there so no man can number me. No man can number me. And so God put his glory in the heavens. He put his glory. The heavens declared the glory of God. The heavens declare the glory of God. The heavens declare the glory of God. So scientists are estimating that there are one septillion, trillion, million, billion, gazillion. (laughs) They have no earthly idea. It's infinite. It keeps growing. It keeps growing. It keeps growing. It keeps growing. And God is showing you how immense he is. He's showing you how big he is. He's showing you how powerful he is. He shows you all of those things. And so science has no idea. Let me show you how such a bad boy God is. Watch this. Watch this. Man, I'm having so much fun. Anybody having fun with me? I'm having fun. (laughs) I'm having so much fun. Watch this. I want you to see what a bad boy God is. Oh, man. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Psalms 147, verse 4. It says, God not only knows how many stars there are, he calls them all by name. He's not only numbered the stars, he's given each one of them a name. He's God Almighty. He's God Almighty. He's holy. He's holy. That's why the angels, all they can say around him is holy, 
holy, holy, holy, holy, holy, holy. He's holy. We're so humbled by his glory. We're so humbled by his glory. Our only response to his glorious praise. Our only response to his glorious praise. We're humbled by his glory. You come into his presence. And man, I got so much. I don't know. I may teach part two of this because there's so much here in this glory that I'm going to stop here. But man, 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 we are only scratching the surface to this. Oh, boy, I'm seeing it over in my spirit. And I'm saying, Lord, I don't want to go into it today. I'll wait. <laughs> man, but it is so good. It is so good. Oh, my goodness. Mm, I'm just preaching over on the inside of me right now. I'm seeing over on the inside. I'm seeing over on the inside, but I'm trying to hold it back. Trying to hold it back. But God put his glory. He put his glory all in creation. He did it there for several reasons. He does it to confirm his word here on earth. Here's something I love what God did. God says, he said, if you can find out where the foundations of the earth are laid, then maybe I'll stop loving you. You can find out where they are. I love that, man. God just started playing games. Man, this is what happened when you love the scriptures, when you get into the scriptures. He started playing games. He said, I dare you. He said, if you can find out where the foundations of the earth are fastened, he said, maybe I'll give up on you. Then he said, if day and night will stop, he said, if there's a day where the sun doesn't rise and it doesn't set, then maybe you won't be mine anymore. He said, my covenant of grace is just as sure as a covenant I made with day and night. He made a covenant with day and night back in Genesis. As long as the earth abides, day and night shall remain. My covenant of grace is just as sure. He talks about this over in the book of Jeremiah chapter 31, also Jeremiah chapter 33. He talks about the covenant that he's made with day and night and how it symbolizes his covenant of grace. His covenant of grace is just as sure as the covenant he's made with day and night. He won't break it. It's an unbreakable covenant as long as day and night is there. His covenant of grace is there that he'll forgive you, that you will know him, his spirit will be in you. That's the covenant of grace that, he'll, that you'll know him, his spirit will be in you, and he'll forgive you. That covenant is just as sure as the covenant of day and night. Man, that's in Jeremiah. Man, oh boy, that's in Jeremiah. But he, he uses creation. He uses creation to symbolize everything in his word, to show it. He says, as far as the heavens are above the earth, so great is my mercy. He said, if you want to measure from the heavens to the earth, if you measure that, that's how high my mercy is for you. He uses everything. Man, I love that. He uses creation to preach. He uses creation to preach. All of creation declares his glory. All of creation declares his glory. We're created to declare his glory. We're humbled, so humbled by his glory. He is so great. He's so full of majesty. He's so full of power and authority and strength. And all that he is, holiness and righteousness, and all that he is, yet he's chosen you. He's chosen you. He can live anywhere in the hundreds of billions and trillions of galaxies and universes, but yet he chose your heart. Even the angels were perplexed and said, what is man that you're so mindful of him? Why are you crazy about man like this? Man, we're humbled by his glory. As the hot chocolate cup said, we are so humbled by his glory. A.B., if you would play, I want to sing. A, I'm not going to sing, but I, <laughs> I got a worship song I want to play. Now, if y'all push me, I might sing, but I, I'm not planning on singing. But I got a worship song I want to play, and I'm going to ask you all to stand. If you will worship with me, 
There's a song that kind of speaks to this subject, that we're so humble by his glory, so humble by his glory, we're so humble by his glory. A.B., if you could play that worship song, it's a song called So Will I. It talks about a hundred, a hundred billion, so will I, and it declares the glory of God, and I want you to I want you to read the words. I want you to read the words that are there as the, as the song sings. And I just want you to feel his glory. Feel his glory. Feel his glory. Now, if A.V. can't get it, I may have to sing it. <laughs> A.V., please get it. <laughs> Clayton said he'll help me out. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Just worship him in his glory. We're so humble by his glory. We're so humble by his glory. We're so humble by his glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you. Praise God. Amen. 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 Oh, man, we're so humble by his glory. We're so humbled by his glory. Praise God. Amen. I may do part two of this on Thursday night because I want to show you how you are now carriers of the very glory of God. Mm, You're carriers of the very glory of God. Praise God. Glory, 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 glory. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. We behold His glory. We behold His glory. We behold His glory. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Let me turn it over to Pastor James. Amen, amen. Well, while you're still standing with heads bowed, if there's anybody in this place and you've just felt the glory of God and you just want to rededicate or dedicate your life to the Lord, His presence has everything that you need. The altar is open right now. You just want to draw nearer to Him. We'll just wait in His presence for just a minute. may be seated. Give C. Elijah another hand for that awesome message, awesome message, awesome message. And I didn't know what he was going to preach about this morning, but I don't think it was an accident that even the announcement that I made after the announcements was that our choir member, Glorious, as her name, went to glory this morning. Her name is Glorious, and he preached about, humbled by his glory. Amen. So just, I think it was just a testament that God has got her and that his glory is real. And indeed, his splendor and brilliance and holiness is all wrapped up in his glory. So we thank him for this, that confirmation. We know where she is and who she is. Amen, amen. 
and just humbled by his glory, no matter how much pride you have and no matter what type of earthly position you have, I think his glory just demands that humbleness because of the weight of it. And when his glory shows up, your earthly positions and titles just go out the window. It's just, it's just so heavy. And that's why in the Bible and when people have experiences, even modern day, when his glory shows up, they just will fall to the knees and begin to worship him. And, and fear will grip them. And the angels will just even have to say, you know, peace be unto you. Because his glory is so powerful. Doesn't matter if you're the president of the United States. When God's glory shows up, they have to drop to his knees. No matter if you're a prime minister, when his glory shows up, titles go out of the way. You really see who is the real king of kings when his glory shows up. It demands you to humility because you recognize in comparison that there is no comparison. That this is real power. Real power. He doesn't have to be voted in. Can't be voted out. Because he created all and controls all. So we thank C. Elijah for just reminding us of his glory. Amen, amen, amen. Well, I'm going to ask his father-in-law, Pastor Smith, if he'll come close us out today. Amen, amen. Sometimes it takes some seasoned experience to close out a message about his glory. Amen. I don't have enough years under my belt to talk about his glory properly. <laughs> He's seen his glory a few more years than me. Amen. Amen. Just stand up behind that message. Y'all don't know. <laughs> Let everybody rest on their feet, please, if you don't mind, as we prepare our hearts for dismissal. Isn't it wonderful to be a part of the glory of God? The birth that God sent his son into this earth to share his glory through us, to share with others. And I want to thank you so much for that powerful message. And I hope all of you all really use that glory. Because we can't give him nothing but thanks and praise. But the Holy Spirit through us can share his glory to other people. Let us prepare our hearts as we look to heaven and as we give him praise and thanks for what he has done for us. Woke us up this morning. That was his glory. Thank you, Father, for being so gracious to us and allowing us to have another moment of experience with you. Father, we look to you now as you order our steps and you lead and guide us for the purpose because you know the plans that you have for us. So Father, order our steps and lead us to that desired result as we move closer and closer and let other people in the earth see the glory shine through us that we can be a witness to a dying world that all power is in your hand. And now unto him that who is able to keep us from falling May his grace and the communion of his sweet Holy Spirit, his glory, abide within us, henceforth now and forevermore. And everybody agreed and they said, Amen.
You are listening to BrothersOfTheWord.com. This was part four of the series titled, Hot Chocolate, subtitled, So Humbled by His Glory, Part 1, by C. Elijah Bronner. This message is number 7933, that's 7933, to listen to thousands of free messages, or to send this message number 7933 to a friend, go to BrothersOfTheWord.com. If this message has been a blessing to you and you would like to help support this ministry, go to IWantToGive.com. That's IWantToGive.com. Listen to BrothersOfTheWord.com often because, brother, you need the Word. Brothers of the Word.